Sorry ass motherfucker got nothing on me, right? Nothing. We're the stars of this piece of shit! I am Big Kev. Why do they call you Big Kev? Ooh. I am OG. Oh look, he's got a billion toys. I am PK. <laughs> I say we stay here and fight it out. OG's not actually racist against many people. There is no racial bigotry here. Here you are all equally worthless. I'm not really angry all the time. This is Kevin destroying the Toy Beast Legends box set. Fucking garbage! Why? Why? You know how I know that you're gay? How? Because you're gay and you can tell who other gay people are? Ah, curse your sudden but inevitable betrayal. I have Amigo Isis action figure. Almighty Isis. Big Kev's Geek Stuff dot you fuckers think that just because a guy reads comics he can't start some shit? I'll fucking take all you want! Oh, no, I, I am Matt Cipolletti. <laughs> I, think, I think it was back That's then. That's correct, sir. That's yeah. correct. Wow. That was, that was, was that, was that the pilot? That was the, the inaugural episode of uh, Big Kev's Geek Stuff. Right. Actually had an opening. Not right. the one that you heard here, but an opening followed by Prince's Bat Dance. There that you was go. The first, uh, first song, first music we used for the very first episode. Only of the major program. episode between that episode and this episode uh, is Prince Was Alive back then. <laughs> oh Jesus! That's it! Wow! That's it! That's the only major difference. That's uh, I think that's a pretty significant difference. You sir. know, uh, uh, I think I was I was I'm going to pull back the curtain. Oh, uh-huh. and I was I was talking with with Coke Logic, friend of the show, of course, sure. he does game stuff, and uh, I, I made a joke to him about uh, some of the audio changes and some of the how the show has sounded lately. Right, and he's you know he he. He he made a he made a little quip and it's like yeah you know it only took ten years and I said you're absolutely right that's right Yay. <laughs> that's right Coke Logic no. it took ten years that's right so and we're still here hey, on that same note uh, just gonna say thanks to Coke Logic all right he's a good guy Coke you're Logic. a good dude I thank like you that. sir why appreciate it. It. why are we thanking Coke Logic eh, well, he had some he had some kind things to say there you go about what about about Mr PK what did he say. It was it was it was it was not out in the general public, so we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll keep well, it well, behind the curtain. I'm just tipping my hat and go. saying thanks, and uh, yeah. But uh, but why no game I, stuff. Why this am week. I the last to know about these things? <laughs> because uh, because I told PK when it happened, and I, I haven't see. seen you since. I see. I haven't seen you yet, um, and, and I probably would have told you prior to the show tonight, um, but you were busy reading the prep sheet. So uh, <laughs> all right. So did someone not do his homework again? All right. <laughs> We're all fair game here at Geek <laughs> Stuff. Right in the barrel. We're calling this ask, episode. Dare to ask a question in this room. <laughs> no, sir. I no, you. sir. I missed you guys last week. <laughs> and we missed you mostly. Mm. Um, so here we are. I caught with, that, you uh, dick. 
<laughs> the episode formerly no. known as 406. <laughs> this week's episode. Wow. Fuck. Why are we hacking on Prince? We're not hacking on Prince. It's it's terrible that Prince I, passed away. We're paying it, it, tribute it the only way we know how, by being vile. <laughs> I guess that's partially dark, true. Dark humor. Um, it should <laughs> be noted, though, that I, what I find it very... The, the culturally interesting part of this, uh-huh. I think, is how everybody, like, for lack of a better expression, has suddenly remembered Prince. You know, because Prince is not, you know, he's been, like, kind of really, much more so than any other point in his career, I think. He's been kind of really running below the radar. Yeah, I mean, he was touring, but yeah. nothing really new. Like, I mean, I think the most exciting thing that I can recall regarding Prince, and let's say the last, I don't know, since this show started, yeah. was the fact that he, he was such a fan of the show New Girl that he's told them that he would do an episode of it. Yeah, he also did wow. that. Uh, he also did that Beatles tribute. Yeah, uh, no, I mean musically, yeah. he, you know, he pops up only really on Correct. very specific things. I, I think it's because he he has been like quietly, silently recording thousands <laughs> yeah. upon thousands yeah. of songs and shoved them in a Scrooge McDuck vault somewhere, mm-hmm. right? And and dives in them and just yeah. swims around. I, and... I, no one knows if we'll ever see them. Who knows what the estate and the will has to say about oh, all yeah. that? Or or there's a plan to. I mean, you can't let that can't just sit in a if, vault somewhere. If They're you all get on the... a thumb drive tucked away in a raspberry <laughs> right? beret. Oh. If you get <laughs> if you get the opportunity under a chair to check out, uh, however you check it out, at least some by legal or non legal means. Um, an evening with Kevin Smith, the first he tells one. A great story. He yeah. tells an amazing Prince story. But I think that story actually plays a bit of, uh, or explains a little bit about it. Not the story directly, but I think, I think Prince became a bit more religious in his later years, and right. probably that and reclusive, and, and that made him a bit more reclusive right. in in a lot of ways. And look, I mean, to, you know, he he when he popped up, he made an impact, um, and. When he went away, he made an impact. Yeah, I, mean, I agree. Is what it is. I think my, my favorite video circulating now is the uh, the live Purple Rain. And I wasn't aware of the trivia behind this, but it was recorded somewhere for the life of me. I can't remember the venue. But uh, the song Purple Rain, as uh-huh. it's heard on the album, was actually recorded live at this event. And there's there's rare video that surfaced in his passing of this recording. And, there, and it's it's subtitled to tell you when various things happen in the album and whatnot, too. Like, this this is where the... It's a whole huge long intro, and then it chimes in. This is where the song starts, as you know it on the album. And sure enough, I'm like, holy shit, yeah. Ah, so right. it's uh, it's worth looking up. It's all over, you know, Facebook and. YouTube and I understand that it. the Revolution is now going to go on tour. Well, was he touring with them when he was touring, or he was touring no, by he, himself? He was touring by himself. Okay. But the Revolution, I think they announced the the two girls. I would say Lisa and somebody. I think that they. No I idea. think that they announced that they're doing some kind of little tribute tour, and I guess they're yeah. resurrecting other members of yeah. the Revolution. Revolution of uh, exploring capitalism. I was going to say, you know, pr- Prince Prince dying was like a jump start to the printing press <laughs> for some people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that's they're pretty that's prolific. Century. The two girls are pretty prolific musicians though one of them passed away no 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 they're both alive oh well, I vanity of... vanity passed away yeah, vanity. Yeah, right, but, she wasn't but she's not a revolution right, person no. my bad. Not, not a... so wait was it vanity that played apollonia or apollonia uh, played vanity or i don't know i just confusing. remember vanity was in action jackson <laughs> correct mm-hmm. 
And that's the best I got. Action oh, Jackson. Which, was what she the, the last dragon too? Was she the love interest in that movie? She might have been. <laughs> she might have been. Friend of the show. show. Friend of the show. Timoc Guardiello, that's the last right. dragon. Uh, <laughs> Guardiello. That's his name. I he just went by Timoc, though. I, I don't doubt that it's Guardiello. Uh, Action Jackson. My last name is Robinson. Action Jackson. Great movie. <laughs> A phenomenal One of my movie. favorite Carl Weather lines ever. Barbecue, huh? How do you like your ribs? And then he blows the guy away with like a grenade launcher from ten feet away. I love he he that kills. Is... You know who he kills with it? He kills that guy who popped up in eighties movies that looks like Huey Lewis. Remember, there's oh, always the my... thug guy. He yeah, was in, he was in uh, Die Hard. Also, the Not guy who's in the Roberts. lobby. In, he, no, he, he's no. I'm he's no the American. Is. The American dude in the lobby that uh, that yeah. Bruce Willis in Die Hard in the head. In the yeah, end. he looks just like Huey Lewis yeah. of that era. Of that era. Okay. And he pops up, and and Action Jackson was one That's of those movies funny. that he popped That's up. Funny. In. Making me want to watch that movie now. Got oh, a, you he's go. got a little southern drawl in in Die Hard. Hey, how you doing tonight, officer? Whatever I got fifty says. bucks on this game. Yeah, that that guy exactly. <laughs> maybe uh, maybe that movie's available on. Uh... You know, via like internet streaming services, perhaps like some of the movies you've been wanting to watch. I know, wouldn't that be nice? Are <laughs> Go. you are you going to make me rant this early? Yeah, why not? Get oh, it out of the way. What are you? What are oh, you? Boy. Oh boy! Oh no! Well, as we all know, yesterday was the digital release day of uh, Deadpool, and I was very excited because I I missed Deadpool in the theaters, and right. I, and I it kills me because I really wanted to see it, and timing was just terrible. We never got out to it, so I've been looking forward to for for uh, weeks and and days. Uh, to yesterday when Deadpool gets released and my and I, I pre-ordered the Blu-ray whole shebang the the Blu-ray DVD and uh, uh, the digital copy yeah, packages sure. coming to my doorstep uh, in a few short weeks. So my plan was I, I needed to escape to this movie last night and watch fucking Deadpool finally. And my plan was I'm going to rent it tonight and then I'll have my physical copy in a couple weeks and all will be grand. Forgetting, of course, that unfortunately on digital release day, shit's not available to rent. It's only available to buy, to buy. for fourteen ninety nine, and available to rent on five ten when the motherfucking Blu Ray comes out. Yes, and and I I think there was no less than five or six tweets, at least half of which had an all capital letters, either use of the word fuck or fucking, um, in in losing my mind over modern current film distribution for home use anymore let me ask you a question where did you pre-order it from uh amazon oh you did yeah and amazon didn't amazon didn't give you access through it through prime nope nope that's you, weird because sometimes they do that sometimes they, if you if you order I, the digital release sometimes no, you'll no, get it i i ordered the physical release i, I imagine the digital would have would have i could have pre-ordered the digital on uh, uh itunes right. for the apple tv too no but what i'm saying is for example when the guardians of the galaxy soundtrack was released. It was released digitally a week before the physical soundtrack came out. Well, the soundtrack's different from movies, though. I know, but but what I'm saying is, I bought the physical copy. Right. That also came with a digital release, and so I got they, access to the they, digital they, release. Some kind of package on deal. The digital. Am, Amazon has an auto rip for for music. Okay. Like if I buy a if I buy vinyl from them, much of the vinyl I buy is also you can oh, download okay, the MP3 okay. through auto rip. But for for the films, not I think it's a, it's an entirely different deal. That is kind of um, silly. I mean, if it's available, it's available. Wait, listen, what's the difference? The the technology is at a point where you are you Hollywood are capable of beaming a movie to my house through this little tiny black box with an Apple symbol on right. it. I I select the movie I want to watch, and poof, it appears. I can either rent it, or I can see it through Netflix, or I can I can buy it to own it in, right, right. in this little digital cloud. But I don't 
like to do that. I like physical media because if my internet shifts the bed, I still got stuff to entertain me if I want it. Yeah. Right. So I, agree. I, I, I remain a physical media guy and, uh, and will remain so until they just finally just end it, which who knows if that comes down the pike anytime soon. But I just don't under, like I'm, it makes me furious that a person like me and there's many, 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 many still like me, we get punished and we can't, be a part of this thing on, on, on release day with the digital and it, with the technology to just send the damn thing to my home. Why does it not exist that I listen, I'll prepay for it in my pre-order. I will pay you for my pre-order. Give me a fucking just code. Give it to you. Yeah. That's weird. Just give me a code because the, the damn thing's going to come with a digital copy anyway. That's going to go into my iTunes. The right. same thing that I would have bought for 1499. So on principle, I, I I'm like, I'm not fucking buying it. And I stewed yeah. and I steamed and I was angry and uh, the missus turned on Anthony Bourdain. And oh, that just oh. makes you more angry. Yeah, I know. That I just... normally like Anthony Bourdain, but he was really getting on my nerves. I hate Anthony Bourdain. No, me getting too. angrier until finally I, I, decided, I, I, I reached out for help. Right. And uh, I'll just say uh, uh, I have great friends <laughs> and Plex is a wonderful app. Yes, Plex is a wonderful app. So there it is. So there's your rant. And, and Deadpool was fucking awesome. Yes, it was. I'm so phenomenal. angry I missed that in the theaters, and it took so long for me to see because it was phenomenal. Yes. Dude was born to play that role. I, I, his passion shined oh, through. Unreal. Bouncing back one second to Prince and, and speaking of Apple TV, did you notice that the uh, they display the most popular movies up at the top and Purple Rain is right in there, right over the top mm -hmm. again? I, I don't really doubt funny. I think Netflix might have done this or Prime might have done the same thing. So Netflix did, too. Yeah. Was that on Netflix? Uh, uh, no, I'm sorry. It was on the top of the Apple TV. Yeah. Yeah. Ignore Apple me. TV. Prime might have done it. So one of them did it. Yeah, because yeah. um, I saw it when I was logging in. Uh, well, of course. I mean, that makes. They even yeah. had a, a a limited theatrical release for Purple Rain. Ooh, wow! Like the last couple of like now, in the last. Is that an days. Alamo Drafthouse deal, or is that going to no, be I think it went more to widespread? Select theaters that wanted to show it. I'm not sure exactly yeah. the details. I just okay. heard that it happened. I suspect they're gonna. I suspect that it'll be like a Fathom event at mm. some point. They just haven't had time to organize that yet. I suspect. Yeah, it'll, it'll come down. It'll happen. I'm sure we'll at some point we'll get a. Is it on Blu-ray already? We'll get a re-release of it. Uh, I don't know if it's a, on Blu-ray. Special I have seen it on Blu-ray. Oh like yeah, buried on yeah. Blu-ray, like, like one in of the five-dollar bin, the shitty throwaway five-dollar yeah. kind but of release. But it's not a definitive not edition. Yeah, it'll come in a. Um, it'll come in a purple steel tin case. Covered yep. it with yeah. a fucking oh, sticker that's, and that's terrible. Whatever. It's terrible. Look, it won't be the Kmart. Uh, not Kmart, the Target exclusive edition of Force Awakened. That, that came wrapped that in came cardboard. That came in a cardboard sleeve, and the picture looked like a steel book. People flipping out about that. Wow, really? Yeah. yeah. I missed that. Yeah. Collectible packaging was one of the selling points, and it's fucking paper. <laughs> I mean, it's Oops. pretty looking, I was waiting. Paper. I was waiting to purchase mine from there, yeah. and I picked it up, and I'm like, this is fucking paper. <laughs> so is that why Target chimed in on the bathroom thing to distract from people being pissed about the paper? Oh, maybe. Release. I think so. Hey, there's a show prep sheet. There is, but we're gonna we're gonna take a voicemail. Oh, oh. That's gonna lead us into a couple of topics. Okay. So let's do that now. Okay. Hey guys, Sea Monkey. Did you guys see the uh, net that Audi commercial where uh, Black Panther's chasing Winter Soldier and back Captain America's chasing Black Panther? Pretty cool. It's uh, very intense. But I'm watching it. I thought it was a preview. And then, you know, I'm like, 
this looks like an Audi commercial. And then, sure enough, it was an Audi commercial. Um, but I guess it's a clip from the movie. Looks pretty great. Black Panther's chasing Bucky, or, well, you know, not Bucky, Winter Soldier, down in a uh, in some traffic. All right. Talk to you soon. So. It, it is Bucky. Well, it's technically he's not wrong, and technically he's not right. <laughs> It, yeah, there's there's been a lot of those. There was a Batman vomit Superman one also, right? That's what I refer to that movie yeah. now. Yeah, as. I don't I don't care about a car commercial. Let's talk about the spot. <laughs> yeah, the Spider Man spot as it's been that's, dubbed. That's the only one that anybody cares about now. Is is Spider Man fighting the Winter Soldier, stopping in the middle of the fight and going, "You have a metal arm. That is so cool." <laughs> and and so all right, let's talk about that first. I love, I love. First of all, I love the fact that he stops that punch yeah. with absolute ease. With like, nothing. With like nothing, nothing like, happened. It didn't even blink. It was yeah. just, I'm going to catch that punch. Pop. And then rolled right into the quip. That was nice. That was, a li- that was very Spider-Man. Very Spider-Man. Very, very happy. Sounds like Marvel is writing Spider-Man. <laughs> we'll get to that in a second. Okay. Um, then there was another small snippet that expanded upon that original okay. Spider-Man Tease, underoos, that bit. Yeah. Where he's like, hey, Cap, big fan. Have you seen that one yet? And and, and Tony Stark is like, oh, look, we don't need all the introductions. Cap, big fan. No, I didn't it's, see it's that. It's pretty funny. Oh, that's pretty <laughs> it's, funny. It's pretty funny. And then, of course, we talked about this, I think, but we got word a couple weeks ago that Spider-Man himself is in the movie for a good 20 minutes and change. He is. And Peter yep. Parker is in it for at least another 10 minutes on top of that. Right. Yep. So we get a good amount. Of Spidey in this, certainly more than I originally thought, because I really thought we were going to get about five minutes, yep. and that was it. I thought when that scene came out, you're seeing all the that Spider-Man <laughs> you're getting right yeah. there. So I'm I'm happy that we're getting um, we're getting more. I think as integral as he was to the Civil War comic story, it's it's a really it, it makes me feel better about that that we're, he's probably going to be as integral in in his uh, participation in this anyway. Than, uh, than just a cameo, which is reassuring. And Marvel is all in on Spidey. Like, oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. all in. Like, they've already confirmed that Robert Downey Jr. Um, is going to cameo in Homecoming. Now, the orig- I've, read the- I've read two different versions of this article, and both of those articles say Tony Stark is going to cameo in Homecoming. That makes sense. Uh, it does make sense. But I'm wondering if it's we're, we're just going to see Tony Stark. We're not actually going to see Iron Man. Um, you know what I mean? I'm wondering fine. if that's a very literal. I'm fine yeah. with that also. I'm totally fine because with I'm that. hoping it's. I'm hoping it's a little bit of an updated tech or some guidance. I, I'm certain some... he's he's got a hand the, in making his web shooters, the, probably yeah, in, both in uh, New York, etc. Right. Yep. So uh, so that's that's huge that that they got that. And then Kevin Feige, uh in another interview that he did uh, either yesterday or earlier today, he pretty much said. Yeah, we have creative control over Spider-Man and Homecoming, meaning yep. Disney and oh, Marvel, yeah. not Sony. Oh, yeah. Sony is just a bedfellow and one that's getting the coffee and they, making sure the yeah. sheets are clean. They're Sony's getting, like, like, they're we, getting it we checked. We own this still yeah. technically, uh, but no, we don't know what to do with it they're, anymore. They're so getting it checked. Here, you do stuff yeah. with it and just, can we have a and cut we, still? And we all have whoever hacked Sony to thank for right. this. Right. Yep. So thank you. Was it anonymous? It thank was you. Anonymous. Uh, whoever it was. Kim Jong-un. And then uh, <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. also <laughs> said, uh, which is a change in tone from years past, that he's kind of interested in in Iron Man 4. Oh, yeah. He's not. Yeah. And 
Chris Evans also said yeah. that he is terrified at the thought of giving up the role. Yep. A- after being prepared to say farewell to it and go after and go the direct, first movie, he's after like, after the first movie, he this said, isn't the world oh, I want to be in. I have, a li- yeah. I, I have a set number of things. Yeah. There's some things we want to do, and I, I'm going to do those things. And then, and then, like literally after the first movie, you started hearing those little traces yep. in his mm-hmm. in his interviews where he was just like. Well, it really is an interesting character. I think it mm-hmm. has some legs. And then after the second one, which is still, by the way, the two cat movies are still the highest praised of all the Marvel movies. Deserve it Particularly so. Winter Soldier. Right. Still the best reviewed movie of all the Marvel movies. Chris Over Evans. Over Guardians? Over Guardians. Yeah. All right. Still a better reviewed movie than Guardians. Um, even after that. Yeah. Chris Evans, or rather after that, Chris Evans' tone absolutely changed. Sure. And Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan went, fuck. Well, you know Anthony (laughs) Mackie wasn't going to get it, but Sebastian Stan was like, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh. I have no doubt that we are still going to see the death of Steve Rogers. It's just how how much sooner do they revive him than originally planned. Mm. That's what I think is going to happen. At least by Infinity War. No, I had no doubt that or he four, was going to come back. Or, or for Infinity War, at least. I had no doubt that he was going to come Give back him the heater shield back. Point two. Mm. Um, he's coming no back. Doubt. He's coming back again in the comics. Yeah. Again with the heater shield, which is the triangle shield. Right. He's mm. coming back again. This is like the fifth time he's gone and come back. So, so yeah, look. He's a resilient fella. I'm okay with all those things. I think Chris Evans does a fantastic oh, he's job spectacular, yeah. in that role. And and I should say that I, I'm really excited to see Sebastian Stan step into the cap role, too, because he's going to bring an entirely different feel to the if, character. If that's what they do. If that's what they do. If that's what I'm they excited do. for what he'll bring to the character. That being said, there's no world that doesn't exist where we have Bucky back or Winter Soldier and Cap, both characters. Bucky fully rehabilitated and and Cap as Cap, as, as Steve Rogers as Cap. Two things. Let's bounce back to Spider-Man for one second. Sure. The other thing that I have been saying, and I will say here again, is they must include a cameo from a Netflix character. Now, I don't I care. I don't think a full cameo. I don't but care. But maybe allusions to things that mm. go on in the Netflix no, universe. No, I think it has to be a cameo. They have to at least, that something has to happen where they interact with own character that ties that shit together. Come on, <laughs> they had Nick Fury on the goddamn Shield show. Yeah. Well, they can have fucking. They can the... have Daredevil. Let's say it's not Daredevil. Let's say it's like uh, OG suggested earlier. What if it's just uh, Nelson uh, and Murdoch? Nelson and Murdoch, sure. or what if or it's something? What if it's even? Uh, what if it's even Karen Page? Or something. Yeah. Right? She's no longer yeah. working at that other newspaper. Right. And she gets a job at the Bugle. Right. I mean... Anything that ties right. the Netflix universe in a little tighter, I yeah. think, would be perfect. Here's what I propose. Spidey's swinging through the, the rooftops. Swinging all around, and he breezes by a rooftop where Daredevil and the Punisher are kicking each other's asses yes. and goes, nope. <laughs> and moves on to whatever his next... That would be funny. ...stop is. Um, yeah, look, there's a lot of potential there for crossover. Right. Um, well, Punisher is a significant Spider-Man character as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, considering he debuted in Spider-Man. Yeah. Yep. Significant. Significant character yeah. in Spider-Man. So it's, you know, like, the, it, it's so it's fertile. It's fer- in, exactly. in a lot of ways. I mean. It's fertile. Yeah, absolutely. For something to occur there. And even Jessica Jones, when she when that book, when the book came out, The Pulse, 
and she was doing that freelance reporter thing, there was plenty of room and there was crossover. All of those characters have the potential to crossover. Well, we'll see. So, well, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. see what happens. Um, while we're talking about Robert Downey Jr., uh, we also got word that Sherlock 3 oh is my moving God. forward. No so shit. So happy. Yeah, I'm, I liked both of those I movies. I love those movies. Book of Shadows, which I was really scared about going in, was awesome. Guy Ritchie makes great movies. Let's just call it what it is. And the fact that he decided, uh, what, 100 years ago at this point, to, to step away from that sort of uh, London... Uh, esque storytelling that he was doing, much mm-hmm. in the way that Ben Affleck sets everything in Boston. Right. He stepped away from that slightly to do something classic like reinventing Sherlock Holmes was fucking amazing. I, I love those two and, movies. Uh, Did you see His Man from Uncle? Yes. Also, excellent. very good movie. Um, I, I can't remember the actor's name who plays Watson. Jude Law. Jude, Jude Law, Law is yeah. fantastic. As oh, Watson. yeah. The two of them together are really, oh, really good. And amazing. I, I, I'm even willing to say that uh, the Benedict Cumberbatch BBC, that Sherlock, there are hints of some of the things that Guy Ritchie did uh, yeah, in totally. that character. Visually stuff. Visually. Yeah, the mm-hmm. way that things are shot yep. and so forth. Yeah, I get that. Um, and you know what, though? It, it's not It's mm-hmm. not a comparison. No, you know, no, we, absolutely We don't want this not. to become a comparison no, because... No, 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 no. It's really apples and shoelaces. Yeah, You're no. really just not comparing <laughs> two of the same no, thing. No, but, but my point in saying that is that I honestly think that Robert Downey Jr. stepping into the role of Sherlock Holmes with Guy Ritchie at the helm really opened the door for a revitalization of Sherlock in general. Oh, yeah. And so his effects are felt. In modern day, I don't know about elementary because I don't watch that show, but at least in Sherlock. I hear it's very good. I I would like to watch. It's a procedural. Yeah. But you know what the, you know, like, so is House. Sure. House was a medical version of Sherlock. It's exactly the same formula. Absolutely. Of course. The 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 other one you're talking about yeah. with um, with Lucy Liu, Lucy Liu yeah. right? Yeah, that's directly Sherlock. But yeah. you know, like I, I mean, yeah, I hear it's really good. Yeah. I would like to check it out. I uh, just started Sons of Anarchy. I hear it's very good. It is. I'm like watched. four episodes in. I really like it. Uh, Anything else about that uh, three? Uh, no, just that it's moving forward. If, you know, and it's been a while since two came out. You know, Robert Downey Jr.'s been a little bit busy. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Just, uh, just a wee bit. Um, but while we're talking about BBC, uh, I know this affects neither of you, but it affects our world and me. Uh, we got a video last week introducing the new Doctor Who companion. I, 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 I've seen Eccleston in some of Tenant. Yeah, I'm, I'm on board. Sure I've heard uh, of Doctor my, Who. My <laughs> wife watches the show and is completely up to date. So I've heard. So she's probably, she'd be excited to hear this if she, she ever listened to the show. Um, my wife is excited about this as well. To be honest with you. Uh, but she's up to date, too. We watched that together. But um, Pearl Mackey introduced the character of Bill, who's the new companion, um, with Peter Capaldi. Jenna Louise Coleman is thankfully gone from the show, hopefully never to return again, ever. Um, ever, 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 ever. And uh, I like it. Some people were very hesitant about her um, and about her performance. But the one takeaway I got watching it was there was a hint of Donna. Uh, in there, Donna, of course, played by Catherine Tate during um, some of the tenant episodes. Now, this all said, how long is this one going to last, though? Because aren't we looking at potentially a, a, a whole new team once once Moffat's gone, with, well, including a new doctor? Well, Capaldi has not said that he is definitely going. 
Um, he's kind of walking that fine line. And to be quite honest with you, I think he would be remiss to leave that soon unless mm-hmm. he has something huge lined up uh, to, to move into. But look, companions can outlive doctors because Jenna Louise Coleman was Matt Smith's companion. Right. And we've had her for at least two seasons with Capaldi. So Bill could last into whomever the next doctor is. Right. Um, there, there is room for that. So uh, I like the little teaser video. It's a shame that we have to wait a fucking year and change till we get a new episode. But, what? but how long? Look, the BBC man, because of the, the way their funding works, and it's like they take forever sometimes between seasons. But I, I thought we were like like this fall. We were looking at new. Uh, new episodes I don't even think in. we get Sherlock back until the very end of this year. Uh, mm-hmm. We don't get Sherlock back, yeah. you know, until uh, twenty nineteen for Christ's yeah, sake. The way they the go, way it seems. And and um, and considering Cumber Cumberbund's is, fucking schedule, busy. although he's not busy anymore, right? That's mostly done filming, or it's at least uh, it's Strange is post, wrapped right? um, and in post, and uh, I think he's he's got something theatrical lined up for the life of me. I can't remember what right now. I'm not surprised. Mm. Um, Hopefully, there'll be a Fathom event again, like the Frankenstein play. The Hasbro Cinematic Universe is moving forward with some of the writers from Marvel Studios. Um, so here you go. What is the Hasbro Cinematic Universe? I'm only excited about this for one property. And one Rom property the Space Knight. No, it is not. You're doing Rom. Rom the Space Knight? He is on the list, he is sir. On the oh, list. I would watch that. <laughs> he is on the list. It is Rom the Space Knight. Um, I think I'm more excited for what you're about to say you're excited yeah, for. Well, uh, hold on. I, I want to save that one for last. What were the other ones? Uh, Transformer. Transformers. G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe. Are, are in their, their past. Uh, where the hell is no, the list on it? Uh, come on. I... Here we go. Uh, so, G.I. Joe. Micronauts. Micronauts. Oh, right. Micronauts. Visionaries. Yes. Oh. Rom Space Knight. Right. And your favorite? Mask. Yes, sir. Yes. That's, I'm 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 kind of really pretty goddamn excited about I've, that. I've I've actually oh. gone back and watched a bunch of the animated series of Mask. God, I love that it's, show growing that's, up. That's why Mask and Visionary toys are starting to go up again on the second market. No mm-hmm. doubt. I saw I saw Visionary's toys. I went to Chiller this weekend, yeah. by the way. Uh, I want to say thanks to all the people at Chiller for getting us in and so on and so right. forth. And uh, we met some people. I'll talk about that maybe in segment two. I can get a minute or two. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, and, uh, I did notice that there was people with visionaries toys. You don't see visionaries toys very much unless you're at like an eighties vent, uh, vintage right. show Help or mass toys and up, up, up the prices were going. Visionaries were Knights of the magical light, sir. They had holograms on had their chest, on their chest. They were fully articulated figures. Yeah. Also, it should be said. So the, the articulation, was but they were three and three quarters. I have to see quarter. pictures. Yeah. It's not ringing the you bell. You would recognize it, it kind of, hologram holograms chest rings a the bell. Yeah. They look like knights. And weren't they in a shield? Weren't the holograms in a shield or something? In a little bit of one. Yeah. 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 These aren't the guys who's like, they're, they had like rubber faces that would change to like animals and shit. No, no. I don't know. what. I that think is. you'd recognize it when you see it. Yeah. But that all being said, mask. Yes, is where I'm, is where yes. I'm focusing. Uh, yeah, and do you I remember noticed... Rom the Space Knight? Oh, Rom I... the Space Knight. One of my favorite toys I had as a kid. I was going to say, like, it was kind of a lame-ass toy. <laughs> and Marvel, and then because yeah. of the ownership, they decided, well, fuck, let's just do a comic, comic about it, a and comic. Make it and make it something. And the comic was okay. And didn't Rom appear in, like, early Guardians books and stuff, too? There was a crossover there to, to stuff. I don't remember. I think well, he was in anything, early Guardians of the Galaxy. Anything to do with I think with so, the because space. his name came up as people were talking about Guardians of the Galaxy anything when we were wrapping to do up the with, movie. Like, anything to do with that sort of space opera universe right. that they had in the 70s 
Rom probably could have been part of that. But then so was Howard the Duck. So let's just not get too far afetched. <laughs> What's here. wrong with Howard the Duck? Everything. Oh, come on. Um, uh, that said, I mean, the though, Lucas movie sucked. But <laughs> the character is fine. What do you mean the Lucas movie sucked? It was awful. Uh, I'm I'm very excited that they're kind of breaking out Rom the Space Knight again. I would like to actually pick up a Rom the Space Knight toy. Look, I'm sure they're the, going for a pretty penny. That on thing, I, 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 my mom found one for me in like a, a thrift sale at this at some historical building or some nonsense, and it was it was broken. And my best friend at the time, I was in like third grade, second third grade. And my best friend at the time, his brothers were electronic geniuses, and they fixed it for me. But they didn't fix it quite 100% right. So this – and the ROM Space Night toy, the eyes would light up, and it used to make a variety of different sounds, including this weird breathing sound, almost as Darth Vader kind of thing. And that goddamn thing would go off in the middle of the night <laughs> and just breathe and stare at me with those fucking glowing red lights. Nice. Until I eventually – I, I, I freaked out about it enough that my, my father was just like – just take the goddamn batteries out of the thing and, and just play with it normal. And that was the end of now. Well, if you were that was the, the end of breathing rom, and it still breathe, then you got that's rom. an issue. That's, that's an issue. that is definitely an issue. Uh, look, I, any of those properties, even rom, I think any of those properties in the right hands could be interesting. Keep Michael Bay away from it. Oh, um, but Michael Bay is not attached to it. I mean, you have guys that are working on Homecoming, guys sure. who worked on Luke Cage, mm-hmm. guys that worked on Guardians. I mean, it's got a good group of people. It's that a, are it's working a lot on of people that know what the so, hell they're yeah. doing. Yeah. So I'm I'm pretty excited for that. All right. Let's see. I think we can do one more thing maybe before we take our first. Break. Inhumans. Yeah, we can talk about Inhumans. <laughs> Inhumans pulled done from the schedule. Thank you, Agents of Shield, for killing that one. Mm. The only thing that I can think, um, and I actually was having a conversation with uh, with someone about this, is that they have dug themselves so deep into a hole with Agents of Shield, and there are so many. I know a, 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 a few more people that I talk to regularly have also stopped watching that. Oh show. yeah, I, I bailed out the moment. Yeah. Uh, What's his face showed back. up again in yep. that in that uh, mid season finale. The only thing that I could think is that they are going to try to salvage Shield. By going balls to the walls and giving us Inhumans. Like. Actual Inhumans. Like actual, like Black Bolt. Right. Or Medusa mm-hmm. or, you know. Karnak. Y- or Karnak. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like mm. they're going to give us something on that show and they had to sacrifice the movie in order to save the TV. It's the only thing that I could think. I have to think at some point that that show was leading to this movie. And since there's so many fans who are bailing on the show. It is the it is the weakest link in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yep. It just is. Yep, yep, yep. And since there's so many people bailing, there's no point in trailing to a movie that no one will see. How right, about, but how about we just get Coulson back into the Marvel Universe, reintroduce him to the Avengers. Hey, I'm back. Hooray, you're back. And dissolve yeah, the that, S.H.I.E.L.D. show. And, and let that dissolve into, into an inhuman show. That whole shit has got to get... You know, that whole it's, Col- it's they done. still don't know Coulson. That, 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 that's annoying, too. That's just kind of annoying. Really? But they're spies. Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> Steve Rogers, at minimum, should know Coulson is alive. Well, I mean, especially since the movie was slated for 2019. Yeah. That would mean we would have to have three more three seasons of S.H.I.E.L.D. Of Shield. Oh, I don't see S.H.I.E.L.D. going three more seasons. Well, you got Not the spinoff. You've got the spinoff that's got some hype around it. Yeah, but that's like a, that's, that's practically a buddy cop show. It is. It absolutely is. But... 
I, I honestly that's, think that's heart to heart I, in I, the Marvel universe. I honestly think that they're hoping. I honestly yeah, right. It is, it is with more action. Uh, I honestly think they're hoping maybe to breathe some life into it by not having to trail up to the movie and to actually maybe be able to use some of the stuff planned for the movie on the show. That's what well, that makes sense. They need they to say, get rid of Brett that's Dalton. Bobby. They She's need to get rid gorgeous. of him. I'm sorry. Maybe he's a fine actor. They need to get rid of Brett Dalton on that show. Yeah. He's killing that show. He, that dude's got an ironclad contract of some sort because holy shit. Or he's, did, who did he blow? Thank you. I'm <laughs> glad you said it. Not uh, you. And they say in the article, and, and rightfully so, that um, with Spider-Man coming back, and now they've announced, it looks like they've announced the Ant-Man sequel. Yes. yes. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Und, und Wasp. So I think... Um, I'm much more likely to see an Ant-Man sequel than I am to see an Inhumans movie to begin with. Mm. So I'm all for that. Uh, and again, with Spider-Man coming in, and you know they're going to churn those fucking Spider-Man Hell movies yes. out. So, I mean, it makes sense. It sure. makes sense. If that's a weak link, if that's if the support for that is a weak link, they got to cut it loose. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, I don't blame them. Um, all right, a couple more things, and then we'll take our first break. Um, very Jesus. quickly, you said that was the last I thing. I know, but then we have things in segment two that but I think are going to be lengthy. So much pressure. No, no, two things that are quick. Here's a very, here's a super quick one. Okay. Wolverine was teased in the apocalypse. Category. What? No way. Moving on. <laughs> Borderlands is moving forward at Lionsgate. Uh, a cinematic, uh, cinematic adaptation of the game Borderlands. Look, I've been saying that that has been ripe for this since the first game came out. It's Mad Max in space. I said, thanks. Yeah. Thanks Fury Road. Yeah. Um, and again, I think if handled is, properly, is George Miller doing it? <laughs> I think if handled properly, it could probably be a very lucrative franchise. Agreed. Maybe it'll, maybe it'll be the only other lucrative video game franchise that exists. Um, other than what? Resident Evil. You may not like them, but they're up to five movies and they all do fairly well. And wow. they're, they're actually not bad. Movies. They're not bad movies. Right. I've seen the first three. I got through the first three bad. or four. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Like, I, th- I think that's the only other video game franchise, though, that because every other one tries and just falls on its face. So well, we'll, we'll see how Assassin's Creed does, though. That's uh, that, has that looks more and more impressive. Oh, is, is that uh, Michael Fassbender? Michael Fassbender? And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, and that's, that's his pet project. That's probably going to be good. I mean, that's yeah. him. That's yeah, all him. That's so his Scottish play is outstanding, by the way, if anybody's interested in that. Where is it available? Uh, uh, everywhere. Uh, is it can, on Blu-ray? You, you can purchase it. It's on Blu-ray. Okay. Uh, it's, uh, oh, I'll yeah. check it out. Is it is it uh, period I, or is it updated? It is period. Oh, okay. Um, I think maybe uh, not precisely the period that Shakespeare would have set it in. Sure. But, but relative. Old, old-timey Scotland. Gotcha. Right, 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 right. Yeah, okay. It doesn't take place in, like, Harlem or any <laughs> no. dumb shit. All right. <laughs> What's wrong with Harlem, sir? No, 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 no. I think we know what I could have picked anywhere. I could have just as easily said Irvington. Listen, my point is, (laughs) my point is, or Atlanta, or Chicago, or Detroit. Look, when it comes to when it comes to Shakespeare, I I tend to like white people. No, 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 no. I, I tend to like I tend to like the period take on them. I understand. Um, um, better. I got gotcha. you. Than, than modern modern adaptation. Modern. All right. Uh, I think we could probably take we our first should break take now. A break. Yeah, we should take a break on this episode of Big Kev's Geek Stuff. Lawrence was just fine. Build the Millennium Falcon. 
a one-to-one replica of the original Empire Strikes Back movie prop. Working lights and stunning interior detail, complete with a moving ramp. Build the Millennium Falcon step-by-step with your comprehensive build guides, die-cast metal, and highly detailed resin parts. Call now or go online to buildmillenniumfalcon.com and get started today. Bitch, what you don't know about me, I'm just about to squeeze in the grand fucking canyon. Hey, this is Kevin Smith, Big Kev's love slave. Did you know I always wanted to be a dancer in Vegas? And you're listening to Big Kev's geek stuff. What do you look so shocked for, man? Fat Bastard does this all the time. He thinks just because he don't say anything, it'll have some huge impact when he does open his fucking Jesus Christ, why don't you shut up? And we are back with Geek Stuff. This one called the episode formerly known as 406. In tribute to, <laughs> to Prince. Uh, he's on that big Millennium Falcon in the sky. <laughs> and speaking of Millennium Falcon, that was the worst ham-handed segue I've ever felt. Terrible. Good link, eh? Terrible. Uh, if you want to build you you, your... solo, though. You... <laughs> wow. If you if you want to build your yes. own Millennium Falcon yes. and have a giant lit lit up well uh, sculpted completely detailed replica of the uh, Empire Strikes Back version of the Millennium Falcon that you can display in your home or office to the amazement of all, of all your friends you need only call 877-544-6779 Yes, and you can start building your Millennium Falcon today or check out buildmillenniumfalcon.com Yes! It's amazing. It's an amazing piece of Star Wars collectible. Indeed. Um, We have another voicemail that we meant to play last week that we're going to play now because it sort of ties into uh, some topics for the second segment. This had better tie in. Hey boys, it's Rich. VU Law 2003 on Twitter. Um, two quick points about Rogue One. Um, have you heard the rumor or uh, a rumor or uh, a theory that Rogue One is actually a Dark Forces movie? Uh, that the, they gender swapped the one character and the other guy is supposed to be Kyle uh, without force powers. That's the first one he didn't have force powers. Because uh, it has to do with the Death Star plans and the, the Death Troopers that were on the in Dark Forces. Um, I thought that was kind of interesting. That that it, the way I, I saw it online, it plays out very similar. If you gender swap the one the one into the girl. Um, also, with the whole backlash, I think it's fake. I don't think it was. I didn't see any backlash whatsoever. I think it's just people who looking to cause problems. Either hey, look what kind of news I can make, or I'm going to say this, so the other people get, you know, think there's some sort of anti-feminist backlash or something. I don't believe anyone, anyone, actually thinks, hmm, another Star Wars with a female lead. I'm mad at this. I don't think anyone legitimately had those feelings. At least not in any sort of numbers that they would make any sort of bump in any kind of social media platform. Uh, Have a nice week, guys. So dark forces. Look, it's it's entirely possible. Well, look because they borrow from a lot of different things to come up with concepts. So Lucasfilm said very clearly when they destroyed all of that right. that extended universe stuff that the writers of upcoming in canon um, uh, things in canon stories 
could pull anything that they liked from the expanded universe. Correct. So if some of the themes that and I see where he, I see where yeah, he's coming a nugget from. in there. I see where he's coming from. Um, but if they pulled some things from Dark Forces in order to write the Rogue One story, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, look, I mean, it's... I it's, mean, Han and, Han and Leia have at least one child in, in the universe, yeah. and he's gone bad. Right. I mean, that was all just like uh, stuff that was in the expanded universe that's been, you know, decanonized. Anakin 2. Oh, no, it wasn't Anakin 2. It was Jason. Sorry. Jason, yeah. yeah. Jason Solo, yeah. Right. So and uh I mean there's a lot of uh there's a lot of that sort of stuff I think little things that are going to pop up here and there. I don't think it's I don't think it's really any kind of I, I don't I, I'm not yeah. surprised by it. No. I don't think it's going to but it's definitely not a straight up dark force right. movie. Um and the other part he said you know that he doesn't think there's any controversy at all with regards to the female. Yeah, I tend to I you know I tend to agree with this because, I think it's definitely blown out of proportion. And I think because we get so little news about these things that anytime we can latch on to something that we can keep Star Wars part of the conversation, I think that there are some people that's that's just what they do. They just latch on to part of the, you know, something that they can keep talking about. Look, and this happened before the trailer came out when it was a, when she was a female before the trailers, when this talk started, it only bubbled up again when the trailer came out because the people who were invested in that conversation now had more to talk about because the trailer the trailer focused on yeah her. the trailer sort of supports that. But however, that, that said, I'm sure I'm sure I read somewhere that Lucasfilm or somebody maybe it was Kathleen Kennedy said this is a an ensemble film yep. and that's what that I said when we first you're getting it. the idea here that this is just the the you know the adventures of whatever her name is right uh you're wrong because this is definitely an ensemble film so i'm t- i mean if there's anybody who knows this stuff it's Kathleen Kennedy yep. sure so i would tend to believe what she's saying and i would tend to you know kind of Let's just wait and see what happens. That's that's where I'm at. There's another trailer. I'm sure that's going to come Before, beforehand. But yeah, maybe even before Civil War. And no. that that no, one that, will focus this on this trailer either. was supposed to come with Civil War. If they're doing a second trailer with Civil War, that would be weird. I think it's too close. Oh, okay. I think it would be sometime in the summer. Yes. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Is there a summer Marvel movie other than this? No, this is it. Doctor Strange is in the fall. That's November. Oh, that's yeah. probably it then. It could be. Well, that that's might be close too late too. though. What's another Disney? This is another. This got to be another I'm sure Disney. There's something. So whatever it is, right. They're gonna. I'm sure they're gonna be another Rogue One trailer uh-huh. at some point. I don't know that it'll be Doctor Strange. Is Doctor Strange this fall? Yeah. November. Yep. Wow. Yeah. I'm excited. Um. So controversy. Well, well did you well, have something well, else to say? Well, while we're on Doctor Strange, yeah. <laughs> um. So there were two. There were two things that came out this week regarding Doctor Strange. I want this dead. This, I want this, this stupid story dead. Okay. You well, know what this guy felt about the female lead story? That's what I feel about this okay. stupid ancient one story. Well, well, there are two there are two articles that came out this week, and I think both kind of kill the story in or at least attempt to kill the story. Mm-hmm. One of them, um the uh, well the the writer of the film, uh Robert uh, C. Robert Cargill. Uh, you should follow him on Twitter, by the way. Yeah. He's uh, he's an excellent writer, phenomenal writer, and uh, and and a fun guy to follow on Twitter. Um, j- just a nice dude overall. 
Uh, I've had sporadic interactions with him over over the years on Twitter as well. Um, and uh, he's on Twitter as uh, um, Massaworm, M-A-S-S-A-W-Y-R-M. He used to work Worm. for... He used to Weird. work for Ain't It Cool, didn't he? Yes, yeah. I think, maybe. Right. I don't know. Uh, but uh, stellar guy, and it's, and it's thrilling that he, he landed this job. And, and he, I think he's the one that, that really kind of put it to bed. And I love, I love... It's a great geek comparison. It is. Calling the Ancient One Marvel's Kobayashi Maru. Right. There was no winning. There was no There was winning. no clear Correct. winning in, in how they handled the Ancient One. And how they chose to handle it uh, was the... They, the best they could do, it pissed a, a, a chunk of people off. But, you know, it, it, Look, there, there was no winning no matter what they did and, with the character. And this is something that you brought up on the show a couple of weeks ago, wasn't it? About about how they didn't want to piss off potentially China because of the that's, I, I mentioned that. And that, yeah. that, was, uh, that wasn't something that was officially said in any capacity. And that's why I'm glad. No one's going to con- officially say that. Well, the writer of the movie just came out with well. basically saying that, that thing. And I'm glad somebody at that level has come out and said something about it because that was, that was the main speculation right. was – because of Tibet's relationship with China, we we run the risk of 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 cutting out billion uh, you know, a billion people that are just going to say fuck you and not see the movie because uh, fuck Tibet. So the now, other problem there is that uh, Cumberbatch's Sherlock, I think, is really popular in China. Yeah, if I recall correctly, mm. and if that's the case, and he has a fan base. That movie's going to get shown in China. Yeah, no, no doubt, but. But now Marvel has said, no, well, look, that's not our official statement. Our official statement, Marvel has a very strong record of diversity in its casting of films and regularly departs from stereotypes and source material to bring its MCU to life. The other thing that Cargill says, by the way, um, other than it's uh, other than just pissing off um, China about Tibet, he also goes on to say how just how like racially stereotypical. Yeah, the ancient one was. It's the same like, as the Mandarin. comes yeah. Comes from a, a deeply racist yeah. uh, a stereotype from from when it was written uh, back when uh, you know in the days of when when Mickey Rooney was <laughs> right, right. You know, Hari Gorightri and all that like grossly racist nonsense. Uh, the ancient one is a title that is not, or, or as OG calls it, the golden years. <laughs> Terrible. The Ancient One is a title that is not exclusively held by any one character, but rather a moniker passed down through time. And in this particular film, the embodiment is Celtic. We are very proud to have the enormously talented Tilda Swinton portray this unique and complex character alongside our richly diverse cast. Or diverse cast. So look, and and that's kind of Marvel's. That's been Marvel's line for a little bit now. Look, it does. We kind of been toying with the idea that maybe the ancient one is something that's passed on, and there's not right. just one ancient one, and this is a female ancient one, and so I mean, look, there. Marvel is clearly trying to take as uh, as uh, a minimal controversial role as they can in this. Yes. So here's where the. Rubber meets the road. Well, no, because we're going to move on from Marvel, unless you oh. guys have anything else to add to this story. Nope. nope. Okay. So here's where the Will Hollywood Ever Learn story comes in. And and I don't necessarily agree with this, with with where this is going to go, but let, let's talk about it first. Angel, uh, Alita Battle Angel, is finally moving forward. Um, this is another uh, anime that's, been adopt- that's being adopted. This is... One of James Cameron and Robert Rodriguez's together, they've been wanting to do this movie for a decade, 10 years. At least. I think we've been talking about this movie mm-hmm. at least as long as we've been doing this show. I'm sure. Um, and so today, five names rose to the surface 
for the leading role. Uh, Micah Monroe, who uh, Micah Monroe, you would know or you wouldn't know if you saw the movie It Follows, the horror movie that came out last okay. year that got all that critical praise. That's on the list, but I haven't uh, seen it yet. It's actually really good in a weird way. Uh, Rosa Salazar, who I'm not sure. Uh, Zendaya, who I only know from the controversy earlier this year. And Bella Thorne um, is the other name that popped up. The n- none of these none of these are Japanese women. <laughs> um, Ooh, wow! So, um, so I assume that the vitriol is gonna spew again, just like it did with Scarlett Johansson. Although, I admittedly did not see it today, so I don't know if people are waiting for the actual casting to to be hateful. Yeah, or or maybe the six Battle Angel Alita fans still out there just don't care. No, but so the the point that's gonna be made is the same exact point that. They made for Ghost in the Shell is if it's a Japanese property and it's a Japanese character, why don't you cast someone that's Japanese? And then, of course, the logical response, and you might not agree with this, but I think it's the logical response is, look, this is potentially a multi-million dollar movie budget wise. We've got to cast someone who has sex appeal and and or drawing, box, box and office draw, appeal and drawing power you, you've, you've and, and, got and, to get people in the seats and if you don't as, as many people as possible right. in the seats and and how do you maximize that right. and and another guy whom uh i talk to on twitter all the time uh mike w because i'll butcher your last name if i if i if i try to pronounce it but uh this is a guy who I, i've been battling back and forth with over batman versus superman and spider-man a little bit but he's a good guy and i like him and, and we, we talk very cordially online but he said look why can't people just accept the fact that maybe this is a western take on an eastern property mm. and that's what it is i mean if they were making this in japan i'm sure they would cast someone who is japanese right they're making it in the u.s I hope they cast that delightful Jennifer Lawrence because I don't think she's done enough stuff. <laughs> yeah. So there it is. She's vaguely Asian looking if you give her sure. dark hair. But anyway, so there you go. There's your controversy of the week. Here's um, a controversy. What is this? What is this Krypton bullshit? Oh, I on the prep gonna, sheet. I wasn't even going to talk about. That. I just uh, thought you crapped and wiped your ass, and this story came out. Look, I don't hate this story. I don't hate the idea of this, and I'll tell you why. Arguably, in my opinion, the best part of Man of Steel was the early stuff, was the stuff that was on Krypton. Krypton is falling and the guard and all that. I thought that stuff was actually pretty interesting. I have one word for you. What? Gotham. Yeah, okay. It's different than Gotham. Okay, in what way? Because... It's on Krypton. No, 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 (laughs) That's one way. I mean, I... (laughs) They got rogues. Because... Well, because 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 I don't think you're going to see a young Superman on it. That's why. And you're not going to get you're not going to get these classic Superman villains who are introduced to older than Superman. (laughs) Uh, You know what I mean? Most of Superman, a lot of Superman's villains are are earthbound. I got you. And and I think that Krypton is an alien planet actually has a story to tell. Mm, Okay, the story to tell prior to Batman being Batman Gotham should not have had Bruce Wayne in it. Maybe it should have just been Jim Gordon. We said that all along. Yep. Yep. They should have introduced Bruce Wayne in season two and given us just Gordon dealing with Gotham. And and maybe it would have been a different show. Okay. This, I think, has potential. That's all. I'm not saying it's going to be great. It's sci-fi. So I'm just saying a, a prequel... A prequel to such a bad movie? It is not a prequel to such a bad movie. Because is, as far as I it's can its tell, own separate thing it is entirely. no way tied into okay. the cinematic universe. All right. It is just about 
the period that takes place prior to Krypton being destroyed. Okay. And I actually think that that's an interesting period in time. Okay. In in comic history, and I think there's potential there. Grandpa Soups. Let's find out all about him. Yeah, exactly. There mm-hmm. you go. And his name is Seagal. All right. Nar- named for Jerry Siegel. Oh, yeah? Which is a nice tribute, I think. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Anything else before you move on to Chiller? No. Then move on to Chiller. Chiller Theater Expo, spring 2016. I was in attendance. You were. Uh, and I met a lot. And I, I've been kind of lax in my attendance of Chiller the last couple of shows, just for various life reasons. Sure. But, I I absolutely said I was going to make it this time, and I did. Um, great dealer's room, as always. Lots of really terrific stuff. Lots of um, handmade artist stuff, you know, more of that kind of stuff sure. coming around. A lot of great poster dealers and collectibles and so on and so forth. So all the things that you expect if you've ever been to Chiller. Theater. You may have said so, but where was this uh, held again? Uh, in the Parsippany, in that castle. Yeah. Oh, Sheridan. Okay. The Parsippany Sheridan. There. It's been there for... A, a while, while now. right? Yeah, yeah, quite a while. And uh, as usual, a plethora of of really terrific guests uh, for you to meet. Some of the ones I meet, uh, I meeted. You meeted them. Uh, <laughs> some of those, I tried to throw myself under there before you got to it. Um, I met Demond Wilson. Okay, who was Lamont in Sanford and Son? Oh God! Wow! Uh, yeah, and he is a bitter old man. Well, um, I mean, he's nice enough to do. Yeah, he did a little ID yeah. for us, and that was fine. I, I, you know, I asked him a question or two really quickly, but he was very quiet and very. I this may have been his first show, but I'm not sure. He didn't really shake hands with anybody, and he seemed uncomfortable taking pictures. And it was just kind of a overall. It was just kind of a weird experience. He's the dude from Sanford and Son at a horror show. I know. Like, well, no, no, it's not really a horror show anymore. No, no, it really is now more of a just sort of a <laughs> no, pop culture yeah. film TV kind of thing. It can still be a horror show. <laughs> it can, uh, but not in the way that you think. <laughs> uh, no, but so Scar-ship. he was there. Uh, they also had the original truck. From the series, the nice. red truck, the actual one yeah. from the show. So that was great. I that took thing, a picture. It's with still that. running. Yeah. Holy fuck! Towed it in. <laughs> um, they did tow it in. Yeah. yeah, it came from like Ohio or something. Oh wow! So, uh, so that was really great. I am a huge fan of Sanford and Son as OG. Sure. Knows. So um, that was a really great thrill because I ain't meeting Red Fox. So, uh, so and and meeting Demond Wilson was something I was really looking forward to. It was kind of a letdown, but I got to do it. Um, I got to see him interact with other fans and he was, he was, he was about what I expected. A little older guy, little kind of, I know he, ju- he put out a book recently. I can't remember what it's called. Um, I'm sure you can look it up on Amazon where he talked about working with Red Fox and maybe the book wasn't so, what's the right word? Like it wasn't very flattering. It was about, not the big one as it were. Yeah. It was yeah. not very great. So, um, that all said, that was great. Uh, right next to him, although I didn't get to meet him. Um, this is kind of the caliber of kind of what's happening with these shows. Rob Schneider nice. was right next wow. to him with an enormous line. You know what? In a weird way, I would have actually been kind of okay with meeting Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider's a little guy. Yeah, he's a little he's guy. He's like in his mid-50s. Yeah. You know, like, so he was there. Um, I met Seth Gilliam, who plays uh, on Walking Dead, so neither of you care. Um, uh, and I met... And had a nice conversation with Tara Reid. Now, is this the first time you've met wow. Tara Reid? This feel is like the you... first is. time I've oh, met right. Tara Reid, yes. Yeah. And she was every bit of Tara Reid 
as you expect her to yeah, be. Yeah, she's kind of dumb, huh? Do we ever get that drop together? <laughs> yeah. Oof. All right. Nice. She was nice, though. Sure. She's I've heard that nice. she's personable. Yeah, she's very personable. Um, I also uh, had a lovely conversation with Ted McGinley. Oh, wow. Who you, who you might know as the TV killer, because every time Ted McGinley goes on a show, that show dies. Mm. Happy Days. Married with Children. Uh, I think it was any on the Love Boat in the last season. It went a while uh, yet. Uh, Married with Children went a while yet with him around, though, didn't I think it? it was like two seasons with him, wasn't it, or something? No. Was it? Was it more than that? Wasn't he? He replaced Steve, right? The first yes. husband yeah. from the, the yeah. neighbor? Yeah, I thought it was more than Maybe that. Maybe he was more than that. I don't yeah, know. But, but, yeah, but anyway. A really nice guy. We talked about Revenge of the Nerds, Of course. Because... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he was nice enough to do uh, a little bit of a drop for us as well. Uh, they had a lot of great. Oh, there's one other one I want to share. I'm going to share. I'll yeah. share it in a minute, though. A lot of great people. If you have a show like this near you, like Chiller, uh, uh, some of the ones that are out there, um, you should definitely go. And you should like talk to these people that you saw on TV or in movies that you like. That maybe they're a little bit older now, and maybe this is how they're making their living, and so on and so forth. I've always said this. You, you know. You owe them nothing. They owe you nothing. Like, it's not that kind of relationship. However, if you're a fan of, like, Sanford and Son and you get to meet Damon Wilson, uh, that's a for me, that was a great thrill. If you're a fan of The Walking Dead and Seth Gilliam is there, that's maybe that's a thrill for you. If you're a fan of uh, Tara Reid and you get to, you know, meet her, <laughs> that's great. And there's there was a ton – all the guys from Chips were there, both of them, Larry Wilcox nice. and Eric Estrada, and like one other guy. I think was, was Eric Estrada like trying to tell you real estate? No, <laughs> swamp no. land. Wow. No, he wasn't. I um, kind of thought that uh, John of Ponch and John was dead. No, no, he's still, no, still kicking, huh? Uh, uh, Weird Al Yankovic was there. Oh, nice, right? really? And he's been there before, and he's great, and sure. he's very personal with the fans, and all that. That's all great. He had to be mobbed. Barry yeah? Bostwick. No, not mobbed. Not as much as the first time. Mm. There was still definitely a line yeah. to see him. Barry Bostwick, Patricia Quinn, and Little Nell We're all there. in attendance. Yep. And this time, joining them, but of course, nowhere near the same room, Meatloaf. <laughs> doing they his first. Put them together. They, they couldn't because the Meatloaf line was incredibly long. Oh, and okay. He was, from what I understand, he was a, a handful. Well, Some old. people were putting pictures in front of him, and he was saying, oh, I don't look good in this picture. I'm not signing it. This will be stuff <laughs> that they brought in themselves. Right? Uh, right? <laughs> stuff like that. And he was very cagey about taking photos. Bob there was tits. an amazing – here's tits. another thing about these shows <laughs> that you'll want to remember. He, they, they have these photo opportunities right. that you pay for, right, where you can – where you get you and the person, it's a professional photo. It looks great. I have a couple yeah. of these. I know some of these guys, and they slip me in to do these yeah. now and again. Um, I wish I had I, I had hung around to to do this one, uh, but I didn't. It was Barry Bostwick, Patricia Quinn, Little Nell, and Meatloaf in a photo opportunity. Oh. That would have been a fucking that would have been great awesome. photo. Yeah, Barry Bostwick, by the way, looks like a lumberjack now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, I haven't seen him in years. He used to be up at Run Fair all the time. Yeah. yeah. I got to see photos of him, actually. And this ties into Chiller because uh, that, that crew actually uh, was in attendance. A friend of, uh, of the show, our buddy Tiki Mike, yeah. uh, who is a Rocky Horror uh, picture show performer. He does a shadow cast. He's part of the Home of Happiness here in Jersey. Uh, yeah, they went Jersey. to see it, right? And they were in attendance of yeah. their, their Saturday performance. It was a whole big event that they started. And I'm, I'm pissed. I, we, we weren't free to, to make it out to that. I would have been all over that. 
Uh, Who uh, Barry Bostwick and all? They all went up to Bostwick, uh, Quinn, and, uh, and Little and Nell. Little Nell oh, showed up yeah. to uh, to the show, and, and Montclair. Uh, Mike got a great picture with uh, got oh. great pictures with all of them, and uh, oh, really really sounded love... like a terrific time. Oh, I would love to have seen that, but so, no meatloaf. So hats off to the home of happiness for uh, for getting Pulling that. Uh, well, you know, that show uh, what's this? Who the, the the young fellow that runs Home of Happiness? Uh, Larry. 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 Buddy Larry. Larry's got mad connections yes. in, with those people. So La- good for Larry, him. Larry is. They do is, another con. I'm. I'm definitely. I think go. he's closer to Rocky Horror now than Richard O'Brien. Did you see that story? <laughs> that was uh, that popped up on. Um, it was on Facebook, but it was on one of the. It was on a couple of news sites, like entertainment sites, about somebody found old photos from the film or or from one of the early stage performances on a subway, like old like press photos and stuff, and they were they were from Larry's personal collection. Oh, really? And wow, my wife. Uh, an old friend of my wife is the person who found them. Wow. Jesus. <laughs> Small world. Small yeah. world. And got them back to Larry. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but he has so he has great connections. I remember going to the Rocky Con uh-huh. that he did in Atlantic, Atlantic City. City. Yeah. And they had Little Nell there. And Little Nell went out on stage with the girl who was playing and tap dance and did the tap dance. Yeah. That was and, and, amazing. And apparently did the actual tap. Like yeah. she still remembers that oh, goddamn yeah. tap oh, dance yeah. step for step. So, I mean, if you get an opportunity again to check out one of these, there were all kinds of people. Sure. I mean, obviously we, we can't go through every person because there was, li- there was probably a hundred guests, right? I mean, maybe it's not a hundred, but it was a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of guests. Um, the last one I want to talk about who I was so excited about was Jerry Jewell. Okay. Does okay. either of you remember who Jerry Jewell is? Maybe if you tell me what he was in. She. she Blair. Oh. oh, right. Yes. Yes. What? Facts of Life. Facts of Life yeah. and? Oh, I don't remember anything. Else. Deadwood. It's a Deadwood. She's oh, in. Really? That's why I was so excited. Uh, made. So excited whatever. to meet her because I'm, so, as, as everybody knows, I'm a huge fan so is PK. of Deadwood. She's amazing on Deadwood. I showed you the picture of me and Wu, right? From Celebration last year. Oh, I'll show you after no. the show. Oh, I'll show you after the show. Uh, so I, I went up. To, I couldn't believe she was there. And I was like. I went over. I had a great conversation with her. She's so funny and she's so personable. And she didn't have a lot of people in line and stuff. I didn't want an autograph or anything. Yeah. I wanted a picture. I was glad to give her some money for that. She did a drop for our show, which nice. is really terrific. We'll we'll put that together, uh, so you'll hear that at some point. But she was great. And and again, here's an opportunity to meet somebody who was maybe on a TV show you watched as a kid or on a TV show you watched as an adult and you loved. Um, really terrific stuff. So again, it's Chiller. You just Google Chiller Theater. The next show will be in October. That's in Jersey. But you know, there are these kind of shows all over the country. Absolutely. All these kind of nostalgia shows and stuff. You should definitely go check it out. And shake hands with a Demond Wilson, yeah, man. or shake hands with a uh, with a maybe a Barry Bostwick, or or some of these other uh, folks. They had uh, what's her name at this one also, um, Terry Moore, I think is her name. She was the girl in Mighty Joe Young, oh, the movie God, from okay. like the fifties. Yeah, I, I don't mean I don't mean the Charlotte, yeah, yeah, yeah. the Charlotte, whatever her name is. Uh, I don't mean the recent one. I mean the original one. So I just wanted to say I, yeah. I had such a good time at those, and I, I missed the last couple of them. And I was really pissed, but I had a really great time this time. Um, quickly, before we go into um, all of that closing stuff. that we And all that stuff. Uh, I do want to say that coming up on May 13th, 14th, and 15th is uh, the Steampunk World's Fair 2016. Oh. 
You can go to steampunkworldsfair.com if you want to check out information on that. I had a lot of fun last year. Um, it was a really good time, and uh, the, it was a beautiful day. And since part of the event is outside, um, my favorite part of that entire event is actually outside. It's that, do you remember, it's that little courtyard? In yeah, the, the courtyard oh, area. it's great. They have yeah. like that little T-shirt, there's a state. It's, it's a really fun event. So that's, the music. that's happening in a couple of weeks. Um, I hope to get over there again this year. But, uh, but yeah, so check that out. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about it again next week, too. But. Do we have any plans for free comic book day yet? Uh, Isn't that in, like, two weeks? No, not that I know of yet. Oh, we should uh, yeah. we should figure that out. Yes, we will, we will have to think on that. Wait, free comic book day is this weekend, isn't it? No, it's next weekend. It's next weekend. I thought it's it was the first. May the first is next weekend, sir. Isn't it? That's no, May first is this, this coming weekend. Sunday. Oh, because I unfortunately have plans oh. that involve a wedding. I, then I have Which, plans that involve yeah. a wedding too. Um, oh, for some reason, I thought it was Wait, the following is it weekend. May first. Yeah, know. I think it's the first Saturday in May. I think it's the next week. I, we got to double check. That. Yeah, we we'll have to I, double check because I think it's the first. Wait, who's getting married? The uh, the Mrs. My Mrs. Uh, sister, uh, my yeah. sister-in-law is oh. getting hitched. Oh, yeah. oh, oh. Um, yeah, I don't know now. We'll have to check. Wait, is that the wedding you're going to too? It is. Yeah. Oh, it is. How about um, that? Which is great because his wife's going to stab me because I've been asked to do a, a magical thing for this wedding. Too. Oh, yeah, she's oh gonna good. Kill you. You're dead. So I'm a, I'm a dead man. Oh yeah, she's gonna kill you. She's gonna kill you. You know how she feels about magicians. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, I'm on com website, but I cannot find the date. I, I think it's the there. first Saturday in May. All right. Yeah, it is. It says first Saturday. Yeah. So that so that would not be this. Well, week. yeah. No, but is it the correct. first on? Is it the first Sunday? Monday is the second. Oh, it's the first Saturday, sir, in May. So the first is oh. Sunday, I think. Not Saturday. I think yeah, the, the first, first is Sunday. Sunday. This Sunday is the first. So that yes. is not this weekend then. Correct. So it's that would make Saturday it next Saturday. Seventh. That's what I thought. Oh, it was. I thought you were saying it was this weekend. No, I'm saying it's. I, next I had it in my head that okay. it was the, that it was May first. No, that's that was the confusion. All right. Yeah. Anyway, don't forget. The first of May versus the first Saturday. Of yes, May. yes, that's where I was going. Um, all right, can I roll? Can I go into the wrap up? I please. Oh, is there a wrap up? It's, it's, it's blaring in our ears at this very moment. There you oh. go. Don't forget, you can check us out on Nation every week over at bkgeekstuff.com. Of course, go to amazon.bkgeekstuff.com if you'd like to help us support the show. We greatly appreciate that. And need it. Um, if you would like to uh, leave a voicemail like you heard earlier in this evening's show, you can do so by giving a call to the GVM line. 425-920-6050. Oh, we did it without the cue card. Now, now you know who's nice. part of the team. Yep. Uh, of course, you can follow us uh, online, facebook.com backslash bkgeekstuff. Also, if you um, use the Google Play Store for music or streaming, we are now available in the Google Play Store as well for the podcast. Ooh. I'll post the link to that. And we actually have a nice chunk of listeners who have already subscribed to that nice. in the first week. So thank you to all of you using that. Awesome Service. people Let me know do how that. it works for you. Awesome people do do that. Um, you can find us online at Twitter, GeekStuffOG, KR Marlowe, and BK GeekStuff. Did I screw that up? No, you nailed it. And Instagram, GeekStuffOG, K Robert Marlowe. There you go. And Big Kev GS. And I'm also on Snapchat, GeekStuffOG. I keep, I keep everything. Uh, I keep everything fluid, consistent. I would have yeah. loved to have done that, but Instagram is a jerk. Right. Well, it happens. <laughs> and, Instagram uh, is a jerk. <laughs> and with that, Big Kev and PK. Yes, and the rest of the alphabet, we will bring this episode of the Big Kev's Geek Stuff program to a close the way we end some episodes by saying, 
Troll the respawn, Jeremy. And on that note, we cue the music. Thank you. 